This is Twit. This episode of i5 for the iPhone is brought to you by Braintree. Even the best mobile app won't work without the right payments API. That's where the Braintree V.0 SDK comes in. One amazingly simple integration gives you every way to pay. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash i5. Welcome to i5 for the iPhone, episode 166. i5 covers the latest iPhone apps, tips, tricks, and of course some news. I am Megan Maroney. Let's get started. Last week, Apple rolled out iOS 9.1 with improved performance for multitasking, better stability for CarPlay, music, photos, Safari, and search. If you have the new iPhone 6S or 6S Plus, you'll get new motion sensing capabilities for live photos that recognize when you're picking up the phone or putting it down so you can avoid messy looking ends or beginnings to your live photos. The real news, of course, is the 150 new emoji included in the update. So now we can express ourselves with a hugging face, a thinking face, trendy glasses face, a face with rolling eyes, a turkey, a crab, a hot dog, a squirrel, a cricket bat. Prayer beads, a menorah with nine branches, a mosque, a synagogue, popcorn, a taco, a burrito, a unicorn, a cheese wedge, a unicorn head, a champagne bottle, and a middle finger. You can get the update through settings in your iPhone, but first, can we all agree that if you're going to give someone the middle finger, you really ought to do that in person. The new emoji are also available on Apple Watch and OS X, but you'll have to update them to get it. If you've stopped using the navigation app Waze because you thought it was too cluttered, it might be time to take another look. Waze got an iOS update last week that offers a cleaner interface, reduced battery consumption, and more. The Google-owned map app operates independently from Google Maps and offers alerts for traffic, speed traps, and other road hazards such as construction, pulled over cars, or zombies. Waze's greatest feature has always been its use of crowdsourcing to get real-time information from people driving the exact routes where you're headed. Another useful feature for those forgetful types like myself is the parking pin that lets you save your parking location so you don't have to remember it later. You can also send a parking pin to a friend so they know where you are. Not a bad feature if you're by yourself in a neighborhood you don't know. The Waze update also adds calendar integration to notify you of when you need to leave for events based on how long it will take you to drive there, factoring in current traffic. You'll need to add a street address to your calendar event in order to do this. Waze isn't that smart yet. Number three is a question about tracking runs with your iPhone. Stuart in Victoria, B.C. writes, I awoke this morning to an update from RunKeeper that said it now includes a standalone app for the Apple Watch. Hold the phone. That means you can run without your phone and still track with RunKeeper? Is this the update I have been waiting for? Tell me this is so. I didn't think the Apple Watch had GPS tracking, so how does this track your data? Thanks so much for your question, Stuart. I hadn't used RunKeeper in a while. I normally use the Workout app in my Apple Watch to record my runs, and sometimes I use Map My Run if I want to plan out a run beforehand and keep track of the runs that I've done. But I downloaded the newest version of RunKeeper and ran with it this morning. I have to say that it still needs a little bit of work. It is just as slow to connect as most of the third-party Apple Watch apps. When I was finished with my run and tried to save it on my watch. It just spun and spun until I connected my watch to my phone. I was also hoping that RunKeeper might drain my Apple Watch battery less, 
but in preliminary testing, it drained it just as much or more. So, will I use RunKeeper in order to run without my phone? No, but that's not all RunKeeper's fault. I don't take my phone when I run with friends, but I always take my phone when I run alone. Without my phone, I can't make emergency calls. I also like to listen to podcasts and music while I run. And although I can store some music and stream it to Bluetooth earbuds from my Apple Watch, I like having more variety of everything that's stored on my phone to listen to. And if knock some wood. Something happened to me. There's no GPS on my watch to alert anyone about my whereabouts. Which brings me to your question about Apple Watch and GPS. You are correct that the Apple Watch does not include GPS, but I can measure my runs even without RunKeeper. Whether you're using the workout app or RunKeeper, run or walk with your phone and your watch a few times so that it'll calibrate your steps, and then it will use an algorithm to track your run and determine distance, total steps, calorie burn, and heart rate, whether or not. You have your phone with you, but it's not going to let you map out a run and give you turn-by-turn navigation. It will record your run so you can keep a log in the app on your phone, but it won't give you a map of where you've been, only a record of your distance. So, if you already pay for the pro version of RunKeeper and you have an Apple Watch, I say give it a try. But should this new Apple Watch app be the only reason you buy an Apple Watch? I say no. And as long as we're talking about running with your phone, I just ordered this Joto Sport armband for twelve dollars, and I'm not a fan. It doesn't fit that well, and I don't like it because it doesn't give me access to Touch ID. So if anyone has a recommendation for a better armband that will fit my giant Success Plus, email me at megan at twit tv or find me on Twitter. I'm at megan maroney. This episode is brought to you by BrainTree. Developers around the world have embraced the BrainTree V.0 SDK as the easiest way to add secure mobile payments to their apps and websites. No matter what payment type, BrainTree accepts it: Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if something new pops up, BrainTree will support that too. Simple, secure payments, elegant code with clear documentation, and you can integrate it in minutes. If you don't have time, give them a call, and they'll handle the integration for you. And walk you through it. BrainTree gives you an easy way to accept multiple payment types with one integration. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com/i5. Number four is Boomerang. Last week, Instagram released another standalone app like Layout and Hyperlapse. This one is called Boomerang, and it seems designed to simulate the live photos effect and the success. Or also, it looks a little bit like Vine videos. With one extra twist, the reason it's called Boomerang is it not only plays the short video forward, it also plays it backward. And then lets you post it on Instagram or anywhere else you want to post it. It couldn't possibly be easier to use. Find a subject. Pets and kids work great. House plants, not so much. Tap record, and you're done. The videos are one second in length, so you better catch the good stuff quick. My dog loves Boomerang mostly because of all the treats he got while I was testing it last week. You can share your videos on Instagram, Facebook, iMessage, etc. Boomerang is free. Number five is watch keypad. Have you ever needed to call someone from your Apple Watch, but they're not in your contact list? I have never needed to do that, but with a ninety-nine cent app called Watch Keypad, now you can. If you should ever want to, which I haven't yet, but you never know. To use Watch Keypad, download it. Go to your watch app on your iPhone to show the watch keypad on your watch or in your glances or both. Open the app if you want to call someone not in your contacts list. 
tap the number on the tiny keypad and then tap call. Yes, you could do this on your phone, but then you would not look like an international spy, and you can't make calls on your watch without the phone nearby. So, if you're thinking you could use this if you lose your phone or if your battery de- is dead, think again. You can't, and don't think about using this while you're driving because you will most definitely get into an accident while tapping numbers on this tiny screen. So, why might you want to use this? Well, someone, say a child you're trying to occupy, might be playing a game on your phone, and then you can make a call on your watch at the same time. Also, the only way you're going to look like an international spy is if you make your call from your watch. And how many international spies do you know who keep important numbers in their contact list? Watch keypad is of limited use, but so is 99 cents. So I say spend your 99 cents on this, especially because the app developer claims to be only 14 years old, and I have chosen to believe him. And that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for watching. All of the apps, links, and other info from the show can be found at twit.tv/slash i5. You can always email ideas or questions or general feedback to i5 at twit.tv. I am Megan Maroney, and we hope to see you next week on i5 for the iPhone. Bandwidth for i5 for the iPhone is provided by Cashfly at c a c h e f l y dot com. <laughs>